You're now tuned in to another opinionated episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, covering every topic in the world of gaming that we can think of. Gaming is our passion, and podcasting is our profession. Celeb and Bolts podcasting since 2011. The Second Opinion Podcast starts now. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode. of the second opinion podcast live on youtube on facebook on twitter on twitch um welcome welcome back um we will be having some uh regular just straight audio episodes very soon with me and bolts um but this weekend is a mega weekend yes and uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. And, of course, you know, we had to bring the OG back. Skelly. Yes, sir. Skelly. So um, this is episode 347, WrestleMania Fuck. Goes Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood predictions, man. And we're also going to be talking at the end of the show uh, for briefly about um, E3's cancellation. So... With that said, I am joined by Jason Skelly Bellick. Don't ever call me Jason again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on, man? What's up? Not much. Ready for this weekend. Um, no, right? It's going to be a good weekend. Super Bowl of Wrestling. Let's do oh, it. Yeah. Um, and where are where are you right now? I am in Charlotte. Yeah. At Torrance House, or a.k.a. Marksman. Yeah. Mr. Marksman. Um, so as we did on the last episode, we're going to get into, um, the segment life's a bitch. How about you? So, uh, Skelly, what's been going on since the last time we talked? How's work? How's gaming? How's Works life? Good. Like, um, I work from home. So I, now that I'm in Charlotte for the next couple weeks, I'm working from here, um, which I freaking love. But, um, other than that, gaming wise, um, finished up since our last episode the diablo 4 beta yes still love that um started playing the resident evil 4 remake um thanks to you and um jeremy the toaster you know giving me that recommendation so been doing that and it's been going pretty good but i haven't really had too much time for gaming like i said because i'm traveling stuff like that so yeah okay well uh yeah it's kind of the same thing with me i've been Busy this week. Uh, we got uh, Dante's first T-ball game tomorrow. So nice. Yeah, he's excited about that. And then, of course, we got WrestleMania this weekend. But I did finish Resident Evil Four. Um, I was going to post up my review yesterday because yesterday was actually the 27th anniversary of Resident Evil, mm. which is nuts. 27 years. Hell yeah! Like what the hell? Um, but my review will be up on Cinelinks um, either tonight or tomorrow morning. So um, I love the game it's so so good it is a great really really great uh remake and i think capcom did a really good job on it um <laughs> this afternoon man uh i came home and my my kids were like it's the weekend so like you know can we play video games and i was like Aww. yeah we can play some video games so um uh, my daughter was like well let's download adventure time and that was one by the way <laughs> yes Let's download Adventure Time. So we, they we downloaded Adventure Time, uh, got to play in that, and then we um, we played Sackboy uh, Big Adventure 
together. So kids really love those games. Um, and uh, there's two. We we were yeah. Oh my god, we were gonna play. <laughs> we were gonna play Mario, um, but we kind of waited. But uh, something I did not. We haven't really talked about or anything like that. I'm sure you saw. Please tell me you watched the 10 minute gameplay of Tears of the Kingdom. Nope. Oh my god. I was gonna do that tonight. Oh man, it looks amazing, bro. My god, yeah, I haven't had so a chance good. to sit down and watch it. So today, after yeah. this, I'm actually gonna watch it. Yeah, it looks really good. I think the game is gonna be uh it's gonna be phenomenal, dude. I mean, I me and Dara, I think uh, in total we spent like two hundred and thirty-eight hours, I think, in Breath of the Wild. So Holy um shit. we put a lot of time in that, but it was a competition, bro. It was constantly a competition. <laughs> like I would have some shit, like some uh, attire that she hasn't had. She's like, where'd you find that? I'm like, I don't know. You're going to have to go look. And then oh, I'd come stuff. home and she'd have something else. I'm like, oh, you fucked up. You, know, <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, I, I, I think it's going to be a really, really good game. Um, but as I said at the beginning of the show, this is going to be a little different. Um, we're talking about wrestling. Uh, kind of throwback to some of the previous podcasts that we had when Skelly was here. And also throw back to me and Bolts uh, having those special episodes, um, uh, the second opinion in the ring. Um, but today we're here to talk about WrestleMania, our predictions of WrestleMania. And then we're going to talk about E3. Um, but WrestleMania goes to Hollywood. So this is looking to be um, one of the biggest WrestleManias uh, in some time. Yeah. Uh, it's looking to be very large. Um, I didn't even realize it until uh, a couple of days ago that it was going to be a two-day event. It's been a two-day event for the well, last I know, three years. But, you know, I just slips my mind. <laughs> I, you know, I, <laughs> they got to try to keep up with Wrestle Kingdom and New Japan Pro. You know, they do, they do. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, and one day, I'm going to go to WrestleMania. One day, I don't. You I, I'm up next year. I'm planning on going to Philadelphia. It's only five hours from my house. Oh, bro. Don't tempt me. That would be so amazing, man. Oh, my God. They have package uh, deals where it includes the tickets in the um, hotel. They're, it's like 1500 bucks a person. <laughs> but still, it's worth it, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep, that's on my bucket list, and I've been a wrestling fan since 1985. If it's if it's worth it, then, you know, it's, a spe- oh, yeah. it's the spectacle of it. And this year, it seems like they got a... A lot going for him with this. I haven't seen a card like this in a wrestling, like a wrestle or any pay per view or WrestleMania in a long time. And I'm actually looking forward to both nights. Almost, I can't say every match, but I'm looking forward to almost every match. Yeah. Yeah. It's looking pretty good. And um, as you could see on the screen, um, so so fast stadium. I know, right? Uh, It is looking. it's looking awesome, bro. I mean, the overall presentation and stuff like that of of WrestleMania this year is is looking to be one of the yeah. best. Uh, but to go ahead and just get right into the full lineup, man, on the first night, we got the United States Championship between Austin Theory and John Cena. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that. That is one of those matches I I think, you know. We all know Austin Theory is going to win. John Cena is not a full-time wrestler anymore. He's doing a lot in Hollywood. But I think this is that match that 
a lot of people are looking forward to to see what Austin Theory can do. Yeah. Um, we all know he's good in the ring. He's good on the mic. But this is that opportunity for John Cena to pass, pass the torch to someone mm -hmm. and say, this is the guy that I have the confidence in that can take over my spot. Yeah. And I think after this, we see a more of a face turn for Austin Theory. Although mm -hmm. he is good as a heel, I see a lot of fans actually warming up to him and actually starting to you know cheer for him when he's yeah. um, in the ring now. Yeah, I actually agree with that. Austin Theory, uh, <clears throat> when he came in, and he was like Vince's boy oh, and God. all that, you know, With I was the like selfies and a town down. I'm bro. That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I swear when it, when he started doing all that stuff, I was like, Oh my God. But the promotion that he cut the other day uh, to where the whole ring uh, and everything was just like the whole arena was completely empty. Yeah. And it was just him talking to John Cena. I was like, Holy shit. That was a good yeah. promo. I mean, he did a really, really good sell on that. And I think, that uh you're right i think that uh we're gonna see cena you know he's gonna completely step out and he's gonna um you know i i feel that this is um definitely john cena's like last wrestlemania in the perspective of having a match like i could see him coming back you know years down the road or something like that but you know uh now i will say this i was watching this big beef thing <clears throat> that somebody had featured on tiktok and stuff recently to where they were talking about how the rock and John Cena have like real beef. Like they really don't like each other. And I was thinking, Oh, that's probably just something that they're trying to sell. But supposedly yeah. they really don't like each other, you know, and Cena, I mean, on a multiple basis has, you know, when we're going down into the perspective of what wrestling is all about and what Cena has been pushing on this constant thing of like how, yeah. you know, you're not a real wrestler. If you're going to, you know just abandon everybody right and that that's where i see them both them having beef a little bit too because cena i think over the years cena started resenting the rock more because mm -hmm. the rock was part-time yeah. um but i think now um there's been interviews that cena's done um on like night show like the late shows and all that stuff where he he has come he has backpedaled a little bit on his, you know, <laughs> yeah. opinion there because he's like, you know, I understand. He was like, there's a lot going on as far as movies go. And you, and the, if the movies are going to pay him more, you know, he can't, and this is the issue with the rock too. They can't risk injuring themselves in the ring yeah. when it's going to cost them money outside in Hollywood. Cause Hollywood is as far as, you know, acting or excuse me, too much wine. <laughs> or as far as you know longevity and making money and income yeah. hollywood's the way to go so that's where they you know that's where i think cena is now finally seeing why the rock you know did what he did and yeah. stepped away and became a part-timer yeah 100 percent agree with you on that dude and um but i think it's gonna be a good match i think uh yeah. i think i mean i'm not i'm not gonna say it's probably gonna be the best like one of the best matches of that night but i do feel that it is gonna be a it's gonna be a fantastic match yeah my last thought on that one is and tell me your thoughts too is okay i think austin in this match you know austin's gonna carry cena and normally yeah. you would see it the other way you know the 
you know, the veteran in the ring will carry and make the, you know, the new guy look good. Okay. But I think Austin in this one, since Cena has been away for so long, theory is going to make John Cena look amazing. Oh yeah. hundred percent, dude. He's going to make Cena look really good. I think they're going to have really good chemistry in the ring and do a lot of really, you know, probably some, uh, unique things, especially, I mean, you know, they're not, the biggest guys, but they're still right. pretty large guys, you know. And I think we're going to see a lot of uh, some craziness going. We'll see on a lot of back area. and forth. Cena will hit his five moves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, but I think it's going to be a good match. Now, this yeah. next match is what I, I'm just excited about: uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship between Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. So. Um, Let's get your uh, prediction on that. Charlotte, to me, will always be one of the greatest of all time now. Yeah. As far as, you know, what she did in NXT, what she did coming in um, to WWE, winning all her titles. But the way Rhea Ripley has stepped it up lately and, mm -hmm. you know, her character, um, the momentum she has as far as her character goes in the story and, you know, what she's built with, you know, the judgment day i yeah. think this is a way for charlotte to make Rhea look good in the ring yeah um Rhea's already good she's a fucking powerhouse she's she is, man. she's freaking what did she do did, she power bombed one of the dudes from the oc i can't yeah. remember which one it was um Oh man. Was it Luke Gallows? Luke Gallows. That's yeah. It. Yes. It was Luke Gallows. Yeah. And like literally, she's a beast. And I think it's going to go back and forth. Charlotte's going to, you know, have her momentum. But I think at this point, you know, WWE needs to put that title on Rhea yeah. to make her, her, give her that, what is it? The, give her that, you know, momentum with that title to show that she is able to carry the women's division yeah 100 percent. because she's a powerhouse dude like you like you yeah. said and i i think that uh ria is going to win the match um she's going to be champion um you know charlotte's kind of been in and out you know over the last year and charlotte is great i mean charlotte has has honestly um since she has come into the main uh wwe roster like she shocked me with some yeah. of some of the talent and stuff that she's done and she's honestly really reminded me of some of the stuff that rick used to do back in the day because yeah there was some moments of rick flair's career that it was just those matches that you just look back at and you're like oh my god but you know charlotte has sorry but wrestlemania bro. 8 the macho man versus rick flair bro that match was one of my all-time favorite matches. I honestly just got ever. goosebumps whenever you brought that up. Like <laughs> it was it was such a good match. It was such a good match. But even the moments, the small moments with Flair, whenever he uh became part owner of WWE. Oh yeah. Oh my god, just his presentation, bro. Oh man. But it, you know, he Charlotte, passed that on. Yes, Charlotte has done such an amazing job. And I mean, originally, you know, his son. Was the one that was really pushing to be in WWE, and of course, yeah, you know, David. since his son passed away, mm -hmm. um, Charlotte stepped into those boots and said she wanted to do it for her brother. But she's just man, she's naturally talented, dude. Yep. But with that said, Rhea Ripley is Rhea Ripley, and I mean, since she has come into the scene, her obviously her look has changed, and now she's known as Mommy. 
Um, yep. so, but, <laughs> but my thing is, is that she is a dominant driving force. And with them pushing Judgment Day the way that they have continued to push Judgment Day, I really feel that it would be perfect if they just kept that brand going instead of oh, yeah. it being something that's just like, okay, well, um, you know, it was a good run. Uh, Rhea is, you know, she's great, but you know, we didn't no. want to pass it. It's got to go to Rhea. It's it, it does. And I think in with this match to make it, you know, show that Rhea or they have faith in Rhea going forward. I think they have to keep the judgment day out of it. Keep Dom yeah. backstage, keep Finn, um, keep Damian priest backstage, let her win clean. Yeah. So that way, you know, at least she has that, you know, with that yeah. clean win over Charlotte. And that could lead into even a storyline from there with Charlotte. Um, yeah. If she wins clean, but you know, we never know. Vince is yeah. back. Vince was hired back, you know, as yeah. of today, they said he's officially back in WWE. No one knows what he has. You know, <laughs> what, what kind of finger on the pulse he has with. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. The gobbledygooker is going to come out and <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be the, the dumpster, champion. <laughs> Duke, the dumpster Drossy comes back. Oh my God. <laughs> no, bro. Kane comes back as Isaac Yankum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is he doing? Oh my Ooh. god, bro! And you know, I never realized this until I watched this some uh, some behind the scenes stuff or whatever that they had on Peacock the other day. But I never realized that Kane, when he was when when uh, Kevin Nash and then moved to WC, right. I he never was the, realized he was, he that was he the was Diesel, bro. I yeah. didn't. I didn't. I remember <laughs> watching whenever I was young, like watching him, and I was like, oh, he's on two shows. <laughs> Yep, but he was he Isaac Yankum. He man. was Isaac Yankum DDS. Yes, he was the fake Diesel, and then he came out as Kane. So, yeah. yep. And bro, I saw that, and I was like, "Wait a second, that's why I was so confused whenever I was little. I was, I was always thinking he was on different ones, but of course, you know, um, um, you know, the the it was a different time yeah. then, uh, but." Anyways, yeah, I think that that Rhea wins this, and I agree with you, uh, Skelly. I hope that it's a clean win. Um, in my, the back of my mind, though, I think it's not going to be. I yeah. think there's a very big possibility that maybe she is going to try for a clean win, and then like something's going to happen with the Judgment Day. I think in order, because Damian Priest does not have a match on the card at yeah. all for WrestleMania. So I think if they don't give her a clean win, I think that's going to be his appearance. At yeah. Mania. Yeah. Yeah. But we, all, but we all know they're all going to come out during the, we'll talk about it for the night too. The yeah. Finn Balor, Helena. Yeah. Cell. Um, okay. This, so this next that, match, you oh, know, oh, hold it till the end. Cause that's going to be the main event for night two. Oh, which so one? We we should talk about that next the tag team match last. <laughs> oh, that's on that's the main one on night two. Yeah, on night one, I mean night one. Oh, really? Is it yeah. okay? Um, so then we have Becky Lynch, uh, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus the damage control, which is Bayla, uh Bailey, uh Dakota, and Io. So or Miss Sky. EO EO EO, EO Sky. Yep. EO Sky. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you this. Um, I have a problem with this match, bro. Like <laughs> I have so many problems with this <laughs> oh match. Oh my god. But I gotta say, my, my longtime WWE crush, Lita, is Lita. A, is a, is the 
half of the women's tag team champions. So yes, with that. And, it's, and it's cool, man. It Even really if it's is, only but... been for like a month or a month and a half, <laughs> he's, at, he's back. But but my, bro, my look, <laughs> it's it's like somebody in the like in the writing team was like, we got to find a way of getting Becky Lynch back onto the card for WrestleMania. Yep. They're like, what if we brought back Lita? <laughs> I was like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> but, you know, and Lita's awesome, bro. I mean, for her age, the the ring talent, even Trish Stratus, the times that she's come out, you know, they're not as as limble uh, and, and and be able to jump all around like right. they, they used to be. But at the same time, I mean, it is a it's going to be a uh, a interesting match to yeah. watch. For sure. Um, but I do see damage control winning. That's my prediction. I see the same thing, but yeah. I, um, my, I like to go in depth sometimes on things. Um, my reasoning behind damage control winning, we are going to see Trish Stratus turn on Lita and Becky. <gasps> I didn't even think about that. Yes. And that's going to be the way damage control wins. Cause yeah. we know the way, um, Bailey is when she's a heel, mm-hmm. they never let her get clean wins. They yeah. never, you know, that's just her character. Yeah. Um, that's her persona. So that's the creative they have for her. So that's why I think Trish is going to, you know, say, and this will come back on Raw when they do the interview with Trish on why you turned on Lita and Becky. Yeah. But she's going to say, you know, hey, I Lita doesn't deserve this spot type thing. I should be, I should have been the one in the ring with Becky. I deserve the championship. So I helped take it from them. You know what? That is a, that is a really good prediction. I, I could definitely see that because now, but this is my thing though, with them doing that, do you feel that they're going to try to end up leading into like a one last match, like Lita versus Trish Stratus? Oh, 100%. Thing? Yeah. Yep. Okay. 100%. Whether it be at the next pay-per-view or if they bring back, um, what is it? The evolution, the women's only pay-per-view in a couple months, yeah. you know, that's something I could see being like a main event for that card. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be good. That would be good. I think. Yeah. Um, all right. So this, this, uh, this next one, man, like uh, Seth Rollins and, and Logan Paul. Um, I'm going to say this, listen, I don't like Logan Paul, but as a person, dude is fucking talented, bro. As a person, I would kick him in the dick 14 times. Yeah. But he's fucking talented. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like the shit, it blows my mind. Everyone's talked about it and it's been viewed a million times, but that spot in the Royal Rumble with him and Ricochet nuts where they both springboarded met mid-air collision that yeah. was probably one of the most what the fuck holy shit moments i've seen yeah. in years yeah 100 percent. when he when they looked at each other like yep. we're gonna do this i was yep. like yeah, no fucking way ricochet was like let's go and he was like let's do it and <laughs> and the fact that like we all see it and i'm happy that we are seeing it now with because we all saw a lot of celebrities back in the day at wrestlemania with wwe that didn't really get involved but they were there over the last couple years logan paul um bad bunny um came in they both took it seriously and were both are are both phenomenal in the ring and the fact that now logan paul has a somewhat contract with wwe i don't know the details of it yeah but the fact that he's taking it seriously yeah and is taking it to this level that he's going to be in a mania match with seth rollins is phenomenal 
Yeah. But I still think Seth Rollins is going to win this. Oh, I think I think Seth Rollins will win. I do think that it is going to be a very uh a very very good match. Um no question. I think that uh they are they're both going to show off their their amazing talents. Um and you know I feel that I feel that um Logan is going to do some really crazy shit. Now, real such a good moment at that at that yeah, pay-per-view. Oh God, yes. But um, yeah, I think it's gonna be really awesome. I think they're gonna do some really, really great high flying stuff. I think we're gonna see um Logan really pushing uh Rollins too. Like he's gonna yeah. be pushing his buttons um, you know, as much as he possibly can. So um next. Ray Mysterio versus Dom uh, Dominic Mysterio. Now, I loved the SmackDown moment when he got up in his mom's face and he's like, yeah. "Mom, shut up!" And I was like, yeah. "Oh shit, bro, it's about oh, yeah. to go down now." Then when Ray turned around and he yeah. just came back and just like, and oh, we yeah. all wanted that to happen. We yeah. we needed to see that to lead up. I because I didn't see it going any other way. Yeah. We've had Ray, Ray and Dominic matches before, or not? Well, we haven't had the matches, but we've been. Well, they've been, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been yeah. look, we've definitely been looking forward to it, right? But we didn't. See, they they could have easily just done it where they're like, okay, where they're going to have a match, and the beginning of the match is going to be Ray saying, "I don't want to hit you," this, that, and the other. But the fact that yeah. he did it before Mania, which mm-hmm. is like, okay, what's next? Yeah, yeah. And the one thing that is. I have so many feelings about this match on who's going to win, where it's going to go. And as far as, you know, building up to the next part of Dominic and Ray, as far as, uh, cause this isn't going to be the end of their story. Yeah, um, I don't think so. I think Dominic's going to win. Yeah. But after that, Ray's going to be so pissed off at the, the fact that Dominic won that it's going to lead into a Dominic and Ray. Mm-hmm for ray ray mysterio's mask yeah oh, and that's the in, now since we have ray going into the hall of fame tonight mm-hmm. i think that is the only viable way we see ray mysterio actually retire yeah yeah because it, there's no other person in wwe or in wrestling other than conan but conan can't wrestle anymore yeah. that i see ray having his final match with yeah because and lo- losing think- his losing his mask to his son passes on that legacy. Yeah. Now I will say this: I think that if he does lose, that there is going to be some type of interference. No, qu- I think that they are going to let Dominic show that he does have athletic abilities. Now we yeah. kind of saw that whenever him and Ray were doing the whole tag team thing. Right. You know, we saw him uh, really kind of starting to sprout into his own person. Um, But with that said, um, I think that they, I do agree that I think that the way that they've led it up uh, with Ray just constantly saying, I'm not going to fight you. You're my son. I'm I'm not going to fight you. And then finally he just had that moment when he said to his mom, Oh man, it was such an amazing lead into it. And he was like, you know what? You want the fight? That's fine. I'll, I'll give you the fight that you, you want. don't talk to your mother that yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, I I feel I feel that I could see them I feel I could see them letting Dominic win, not just because of 
the whole, you know, Ray possibly retiring and stuff like that. But I also feel that WWE is not done with Judgment Day. And no. if you have if you have WrestleMania and then you have like Dominic lose, then Finn Balor lose, and then uh, Ray Ripley lose, yeah. and it's like, what? Okay, they're not that dominant. You know what I'm right. saying? They're not that big of a thing. So if Dominic wins, Ray Ripley wins, and then you know, eventually, which, which we'll talk about that other one, it goes a certain way, then it could, you know, it, it yeah. could tip the scales on things. But then we have uh, Braun Strowman and uh, Ricochet versus <laughs> Street Profits versus uh, the uh, Alpha Academy versus <laughs> the Viking Raiders. This is going to be a quick touch. Um, Street Profits win. Yeah. Um, that's really the only outcome here. Yeah. Um, unless unless they want to split up the Alpha Alpha. Well, even the Street Profits can win and have the Alpha Alpha Academy split up. Yeah. Um, that's really it. I don't see Braun as much as I love Ricochet. Braun Strowman's a piece of trash in my eyes. Yeah. Ever since he came out and said wrestling doesn't need high flyers, bitch, eat yeah. a dick. Um, sorry, but yeah. Well, no, and I, you know, I've really uh, I changed my perspective on Braun Strowman. Like back when he was like the monster among men, yeah, and he was just this big, huge thing or whatever. And then he else. went to control your narrative. Yes, he went to control <laughs> your narrative, and then also he started doing strong arm contests too. Yep. And I remember him going off on this guy that like uh, watched this video and the dude was like, you know, I was just, I'm, I'm just competing with him. Right. You know, just like usual. And he just, I mean, he flips his lid on him. Um, he was but, raging out. That's what yeah, it was. No question. But I just don't understand his character anymore. Like, I don't, I don't understand, like they brought him back, but before he was this big unstoppable force that couldn't be stopped. And now he's just a big ass dude. You know the what only, I'm saying? The, the only good thing I can say about him right now is after those tweets about wrestling doesn't need high flyers, it's all about, you know, spots now. Um, the fact that he did lose to Ricochet in that one tournament. Yeah. That, that I, I give him respect for yeah. um, because he could have pretty much told creative, nope, I'm not losing to the little guy, but yeah. he did. So yeah. that was good, you know, in my opinion. Yeah. Still don't like him. But yeah, this this is a quick touch. I don't see this, you know, being you know the best match. I think this should have been a pre-show match. Yeah, no like question. Like like the free for all. But mm -hmm. other than that, you know, street yeah. profits all day. I agree. Um, and then the big match, um, <sighs> undisputed WWE tag team championship match. The Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Now this is going to be, this is going to be awesome, bro. I mean, this is going to be such a good match. <laughs> what? We the ones. <laughs> <laughs> we the ones. Yeah, the Usos. Oh. Now, nah, but I think Sami and Kevin are definitely winning this one. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Now, what do you think about this whole lead up with the whole bloodline thing and all that, like? I mean, it's been a pretty damn good lead up, man. We're going to touch on the Roman Reigns Cody Rhodes match, but yeah. I think Sammy got screwed in this whole situation. Yeah. He, uh, like they said on Raw the other, or a couple, was it last week or the week before, where it was last week, where Kevin Owens came out and pretty much said, You've been the only relevant thing in WWE over the last 12 months. Yeah. Anything that happened to WWE to increase the ratings, it wasn't Roman, it wasn't the Usos, it wasn't anyone but Sami Zayn. The yeah. way Sami Zayn character has been built is by far anything more than he's done over the last what 10 years. 
Yeah. In WWE and NXT. Yeah. And I think if they don't let them win this match, they've screwed this guy royally. Yeah. He's been there. He's done things he probably shouldn't have done with like different characters and creative. Vince screwed him over so many years with creative. Yeah. But I think this is his time in the spotlight. They need to give him those titles. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And, you know, just build it from there. You know, yeah. let him and Kevin Owens be that next step in the tag team division. Yeah. But that getting... right there to where Jimmy yeah. goes, what are you doing, What happened? <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, my God. But it was I such a ha- good moment. I man. do have to say, because um, I was at War Games in November live in yeah. Boston. And the reaction he got after the match when everything went off the air and him and jay you know had their moment on camera where they hugged all that stuff the reaction sammy got was bigger than any reaction at an i go to probably about seven or eight live events a year yeah they that was the biggest reaction i've heard to anyone in probably two to three years yeah yeah you know um I feel that they've really built this up really good. You know, I yeah. liked the fact that at first KO was like, nah, bro, like, you know, yep. get away from me. I don't want to have shit to do with you. And then eventually they embraced and he was like, you're, you're my brother. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. it was awesome. But I think I agree with you. I think that they need to, Sammy needs to win this. Kevin needs to win this because in all honesty, Kevin Owens, when he was pushing for the whole, uh, you know, uh, universal championship and all this other stuff, it was great. But then they moved it into this whole KO show and he had the, even though I love Stone Cold, bro, I love Stone Cold, but the whole Stone Cold KO match. Yeah. It was like, it was, it was better than I thought it was going to be. It was, it was. But at the same time, it was like, bro, what are they doing with KO? Like, it, it just feels like he's just like a. He's getting pushed back into like that was a dream is. match for him though. Yeah, it was to it be was. that guy to, that that Stone Cold trusted to be in the ring with. Yeah, because Stone Cold's been injured for years. Uh-huh. If he would have taken a bump the wrong way, it could have been it for him. Yeah, and the fact that yeah. Kevin Owens was trusted to be in that spot. Granted, yeah. we think Kevin Owens is worth more as fans. Yeah, but to have that WrestleMania moment against one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. You got to take it. Yeah. 100%. Regardless of how we thought about it. Yeah, that's true. But, but yeah, I, I agree with you though. I think that they need to let Sammy and, and uh, KO uh, win this match and really just build the story into them being like a powerhouse tag team um, champions. Fantasy booking for a minute. If I was the booker and I wanted uh-huh. to piss everyone off. Yeah. Alternate storyline that I thought of the other day. Sammy turns on the Usos. Yeah. Or not turns on the Usos, turns on Kevin. Okay. Helps the U helps the Usos win. Yeah. There's rumors that we all know Cody Rhodes is going to win that the title match. There's rumors yeah, yeah. that Roman Reigns is going to step away for a little while and take some time off. Yeah. Sammy turns on Kevin, joins with helps the Usos win. Yeah. And he becomes the head of the bloodline while Romans is away. 
Who, Sammy? Bro, yeah. that would be that would be nuts, bro. While Rome while Roman is away, Sammy helps and helps join the helps run the bloodline. Yeah. With now the mind wise you, man. <laughs> now I did also hear rumors too, or see rumors that um The Rock has been talking about coming back um for some time. And now I don't see there being a possibility or no. any way that The Rock could come back and run things, but let me ask you this. I was going to ask, do you feel like the rock would possibly come back and be against the bloodline? I think the only way the rock would, well, that's been my thing the whole time with um, the, since the rumors of the rock coming back happened, I think the rock comes back and tells, tells Roman, Hey, you're not the head of the table. Yeah. I've been doing this since before (laughs) you were freaking, you know, dick high to a grasshopper. Yeah. But you know, unpopular opinion i don't think the rock can come back wrestlers have to be licensed by the athletic commissions in each state that they wrestle in i don't think the rock can pass a fucking steroid drug test right now you know that's true that's true so that is true but yeah i think that it would be great i think that uh that would that they win and so on and so forth and your alternate thing that i think that would work out well too I mean, Sammy being the head of the table and stuff, but I don't know how fans, I mean, I don't know how fans would feel about it because, you know, the fact that Sammy did turn on Roman and then now he's got this big, like, you know, good, but then, but then you, you have Sammy as the face. Everyone loved when he was in the bloodline Uh, and you have the flip where everyone now loves to hate him Yeah, as a heel because he turned on KO. Yeah. And that's how Sammy's Sammy's always been a good heel. Yeah, because his whole back, him and KO's whole, like whole back and forth has been wild. Ever since years. Ring of Honor. Yeah. That's been um, a, a good feud. So I think that might, you know, be a good alternate, but I think they're going to win the titles regardless. Yeah. Um, so night two uh, is going to be interesting. Uh, we're going to talk about the Raw's women, uh, Raw Women's Championship first, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Now I'm going to tell you this, man. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't mean this in a weird way. I just got something for Oscar, bro. She's just, just oh. my God, bro. Oh, my yes. God. Just her overall presentation when she came back and she had kind of that new look in the face. It's, well, it's, it was the dark Oscar that the, the dark that Oscar yeah, that she had in New Japan Pro. Yes. And then so, whenever it's the, the, uh, the blue spray and all that stuff out of her mouth, just that whole presentation. I love it so much more than what WWE kind of turned her into there for a yeah. little bit to where she was just like, I'm normal Oscar. You're you not know. ready for Oscar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Bianca Belair is, uh, is a fantastic, fantastic yeah. in the ring talent. Um, but I could see Oscar winning the championship. Now, is this something that you would want? I I I'll always be for Oscar being the champion. Yeah. I think my opinion after her winning, I think, uh-huh. you know, Oscar wins. Um it's going to be a clean win. Her and Bianca, you know, are going to th- have probably one of the best women's matches in a long time because yeah. both of them are amazing to watch. I want Oscar to win, and I want her to start feuding with Io Sky for the Ooh, women's yeah. title. So that's that's what I would love to see. 
Yeah, because her and and Sky would have some really good matches. Man. They did in New Japan um, yeah. years ago, but because they, they have history together. Which and I didn't I think, watch. I've never watched New Japan. I've yeah, only watched but, some highlights here and there. But yeah, they that I think bringing that to WWE there because I'm going to bring it up. AEW has a huge like New Japan or even just Japanese presence in their product. And it's yeah. good. Don't get me wrong. They bring over New Japan guys. They wrestle all the time. Mm-hmm. But I think this would bring those fans of that back to WWE. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And Bianca has been a really great champion. Um, but as I said, I do feel that Asuka um, could uh, uh, could add a new style, uh, a new uh, kind of hype around the women's right. championship. So I do want to see a big push back into that too. Like, you know, there for a little bit, it was like, it was a heavy push on women's wrestling and stuff like that. And we have seen even in NXT and AEW and stuff like that, we've seen some of these women's matches that have just been like stellar, bro. I'm Um, I'm wondering in this match too, if we see any of the women finally make that jump from NXT to WWE or to the main roster. I mean, um, yeah. In any of these women's matches, because I mean, there's like Raquel, um, Nikki, stuff like that, that I think coming over would be really good and help expand that women's roster Um, that, in my opinion, although I love Bianca, she's a great champion. I love Charlotte. I love Rhea. But I think that without the, the matches and without these, you know, these good feuds i love her like i said but i think bianca as champion has gotten a little stale yeah I think unpopular so opinion a lot of people probably will hate me for saying that but <clears throat> but the raw well, women's championship has gotten a little stale over the last you know year or so yeah and i'm gonna tell you one of my favorite champions was alexa bliss <sighs> Dude, don't get me started on my future ex-wife, bro bro especially when she was like dark alexa oh yep. man like Alexa is like perfection personified in my opinion. There's yeah. no one, no one, and it's. I don't think it's a sexist thing to say, but I think Alexa is by far the best woman that I've ever seen on planet Earth. Yeah, yeah she's gorgeous and she's a huge talent too. She's man. very so, athletic. Now she you know. Knows. I was going to say this. You were talking about AEW earlier, mm-hmm. and I, I haven't really even. Uh, talk to you about it or whatever since it happened but the fact of like Paige being in aew now as soraya is that yeah, soraya yep yeah and i mean she seems like she's been doing pretty good in aew i mean well, especially yeah. the fact that the doctors originally told her she was never going to wrestle again yep and that's what the issue was she wanted to wrestle she wanted to get back in the ring ww doctors told her no she yeah. went and got a second opinion and they told her <laughs> they told her that she could pretty much get cleared to wrestle so you know, I'm glad she's back. Yeah. She looks she looks good. Yeah. Um, even though all of the behind the scenes, you know, drama with her sex tape, all that stuff, which people yeah. need to finally shut up about and just let her do her thing. She's yeah, exactly. decent in the ring. Yeah. So she is. And I'm gonna tell you this, man, like that whole I know this is a little bit of a tangent. We'll get back right back on topic, but the way she won the divas championship originally yeah the whole push that they had with Paige and stuff like that and how it was her ring and her house and all yep. that 
I loved the women's division at that point in time. I mean, yeah. it was, it was, it felt so different. And she was honestly one of the women uh, with Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. The four horsemen. Yes, that pushed that the whole women's division into a new direction. It was so, Charlotte, Becky, and was it Bailey or was it Bailey? Yes, yep. Bailey and um, um, Sasha Banks as well yep. too, right? Yeah, yep. and Sasha Banks, she's in New Japan now. Supposedly, well, she is. She's the IWGP um, Women's yeah. Champion, but supposedly there's rumors that she only has a contract for one more match, which they're really? saying she's going to lose the title and that she's going to end up in AEW. Wow, that'd be nice. Yeah. Be nice. So so um but yeah so with that being said um you know raw women's champion and needs to kind of get pushed uh just Asuka. a little bit more um yes Oscar for sure um okay so um <laughs> the intercontinental championship between Gunther Drew McIntyre and Sheamus now I'm gonna say this um I want heavier pushes on the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, 100%. You know, I, it needs to be back the way it used to be back in the day. The Intercontinental Championship was outside of the, the WWE Heavyweight Championship or Universal Championship, whatever you want to call it. Was it was the most prestigious title in the it business. It was prestigious, bro. So I think the way that uh, – how long has Gunther been the champion now? what six months seven months i think that that he needs to keep it i think no. he needs to keep it and just I'm, I'm just saying i i like his wrestling style i like his presentation i like the way he is uh in the ring the way he pushes things now mind you drew mcintyre is drew mcintyre i love drew mcintyre and i love sheamus but i liked how he's just gunther is just an asshole like you know well yeah but i i i think going back going behind the scenes a little bit and not as much as you know they're entering development i think the only way wwe keeps you know the transparent irishman seamus because yeah. you can freaking see through the dude um yeah. <laughs> i think the only way they keep him and you know keep him happy get him ready to sign a new contract when his contract is up is to, to give him a run as the um, intercontinental champion because we all know he's never going to be um world champion again or yeah. what is it the world heavyweight undisputed undisputed abcdefg champion. champion right but yeah i think that's how that match needs to go sheamus yeah. needs that push he's amazing that, yeah. in the ring and i think that's one of the going back to aew i think that's why they ended up losing cesaro because they didn't push him when yeah. he deserved it yeah he deserved so much more than he got. So I think they're going to, they making up for mistakes in the past of, you know, Vince's dumbass creative. Mm -hmm. They're going to see that and finally give Seamus another run. At I see. Yeah. Now I will say this too, about the creative aspect. I really do hope even with Vince coming back into the fold on things, I really hope that he doesn't have a bunch of, uh say so into things well there's rumors that even he's been back for like what two or three months now yeah and he has been in gorilla in that creative spot but they're trying to keep it under wraps yeah so i i hope triple h finally stands up to him and says you know what i i've been given this position as head of creative mm. you need to step back and let me do my thing because yeah. he knows what last, he's doing bro oh yeah over the last what year 
Because it was right before SummerSlam that Vince stepped, got forced to step down because he's a giant douchey perv. Yeah. And the product has progressively gotten better. Yeah. On a constant basis. Oh, yeah. Because before, and like you said earlier, we'll get back on topic in a second. But but the whole thing was, I was a huge AEW fan. I was a mark for AEW. I didn't really watch. I watched some of the, like raw highlights or SmackDown highlights. I would watch the premier live events, pay-per-views, but I never really, you know, paid attention. But once Triple H took over um, creative and they started pushing more of, you know, good stories. Yeah. I've been, I rarely watch AEW anymore. Yeah. I still keep up like I used to do with WWE, but WWE is my main brand that I watch now. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. I was big into AEW when when Rhodes was part of it. Yeah. When, when that when that when he cracked that throne with that sledgehammer. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. I was like, oh shit, we're about to have a new Monday exactly. Night War, baby. Yes. And then it slowly but surely it's it's just kind of gotten back into the normals, and which is yep. fine, you know, but. With Rhodes being with WWE now and with them consistently pushing for the stories to be better, yeah. um, I agree with you 100% that I, I had really gotten to the point of just not watching it anymore. You know? yeah. And But over these last, like, over this last year, it's just, God, it's gotten so good. Yeah. So, um, m- m- minus this next match we need to talk about Brock and Omos. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bro, is this, this is a filler a, match? A, in the word, in the words of Skelly, just a moment. This is a quick hit. What the fuck is this, like, <laughs> yeah. bro? <laughs> it, it's it's a filler match. Yeah, I'm surprised because we all know that Brock's contract. He gets final say on whoever he wrestles. Yes, and the fact that he chose Omos to yeah. be his opponent at WrestleMania dumbfounds me. It, it, it shocked me, bro. I was honestly, I had thought maybe. There was going to be something to where like Brock eventually ends up fucking with the bloodline again or yeah. trying to fuck with Roman Reigns and all this other stuff. But the fact that it's that he's going to be at WrestleMania facing off against Omos, honestly, bro, Omos reminds me of the big colleague, bro. Like he's just, <laughs> you know, like he's just there. He's just a big ass fucking dude. Yeah. That. I just don't really understand his his uh, his position in the WWE. You know, we have now. When you think about it, we have. It feels like old school uh, WWF because we have two big ass dudes at the same exact time that are overpowered? Question yeah. mark. And they're really. I mean. Bro, Big Show back in the day, he was, oh, I could knock people out with one punch. And then he got to the point where he was wearing a suit and walking around doing whatever yep. the fuck. You know, Omos was a security guard or whatever for for, the- <laughs> for, for that freaking dude, what, the underground fighting thing yes. for Shane. But the only outcome I see of this match, Brock Lesnar is going to lose. Omos is going to win. You think so? But the only outcome I see actually being viable out of this match going forward yeah. is it recreating the Hurt Business. You're going to see MVP come out, Bobby Lashley, because Bobby Lashley doesn't have a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. So I the- think Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander, all of them are going to recreate, like reconvene as a Hurt Business yeah. and help Omos win. 
Yeah. And that's another, you know, speaking in that whole perspective with those characters, the fact that Bobby Lashley doesn't have a match and they've been pushing this whole <clears throat> Bobby Lashley, Bray Wyatt. Well, Bray Wyatt know. supposedly is um, sick. That's what okay. they're saying. Okay. Because I was really confused. Like, I thought after that, after uh, Royal Rumble, or, or you know all this, other, I thought that we were gonna yeah. really see, see a big push. Be, Bray because Wyatt. that SmackDown before the Rumble, Bray Wyatt came out and said, "Whoever wins that match, I'm coming for you." Pretty much. Yeah. So he's never happened. <laughs> yeah, whoever wins that match, run. But <laughs> I, I expected that too. But I think yeah. Bray Wyatt has his the buildup for him coming back ended up dying so fast. Because yeah. there wasn't enough behind it to go forward. You know, you had the Uncle Howdy. Then freaking, he had that match with L.A. Knight. Mm -hmm. The pitch black match. And then after that, the freaking whatchamacallit jumped off the freaking top onto L.A. Knight. And it was, that was, it was stale. And then it, it even got to the point, it even got to the point to where they were trying to, like they're reconnecting with Alexa Bliss and all this other stuff. And I was like, uh, I was like, okay, uh, they're trying to rebuild the family and all this other stuff, whatever. Right. Cool. You know, but if you're going to do that, push it. If you're going to yeah. do that, like every time there's a show, have some, some crazy shit happening from Bray Wyatt. And not you know? the Firefly Funhouse. That was yeah. good for like a minute. Yes. It just got so corny. Listen, bro, I want old school Wyatt with like a mix of this new Wyatt. That's what I, I want. want. The Wyatt, fa that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought the Wyatt six was going to be a new version of the Wyatt family. Mm -hmm. When he came out after um, he made his return last year and he came out that next Monday and was like, I am Bray Wyatt. He's like, I've been playing these characters for too long. It's time for me to be me. Mm -hmm. But then he started having these characters again. Yes. And he wasn't himself. That's kind of what pissed me off about the whole thing because I am a diehard Bray Wyatt fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have championships with Bray Wyatt side plates. I have custom Bray Wyatt artwork on my wall in my office. And it's it's sad for me to say that he's just slowly died out. And yeah, I and don't it, think he's actually sick. I think it's them putting him on the sidelines. Yeah. Because it doesn't really make sense. I mean, you know uh the the fun house dude like it was uh, it was it was understandable at the time with with alexa bliss and all this other stuff yeah. but then like bro you've been gone <laughs> okay you've been gone and then you come back and then it's this connection people see um you know uncle howdy and all this and i'm thinking uncle howdy's gonna be his right hand man and that's yep. his and that's um bo dallas his bo brother. dallas his yep. actual brother so i'm thinking Eventually, they're going to show that it's Bo Dallas. They could have done so much uh, with that. But that whole God, lead up have. to him, and I could talk about this fucking stuff forever with Bray Wyatt, yeah. but that whole lead up with Follow the White Rabbit, all of those little clues that every, like everyone was literally spending hours trying to decipher these clues to him yeah. coming back, yeah. to him dying, dying out as far as a character goes. But that's why I think Bobby Lashley is going to come out into this match with almost and Brock Lesnar because they're going to recreate the hurt business. Yeah. And I want, in, I want WWE to have more factions. 
Like, yeah, me the too. The Hurt Business, bro. the Judgment Day. Have yeah. faction feuds. Yes, bro. That would things. be awesome, dude. So that that's that's my own opinion on that. I know it was going to be a quick hit on that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tangents. like it's going to be a quick hit. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I actually I'll say I want Brock Lesnar to win this, bro, because yeah. he's got to have something, dude. I mean, outside of picking up a fucking ring in the last you know year or so and. I, he needs to have a win, bro. I uh, but I, 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 I'm on the opposite side. My last little tidbit on that is: I think Brock realizes the end of his career is coming. He yeah. needs to help, you know, other Somebody else the, the next generation. He needs to help the next generation build themselves up. Yeah, and if he can make Omos, who's probably the worst looking person you've ever seen in the ring, <laughs> you know, I think that's his way of doing it. Just like I said. The Great Khali part a uh, 2.0, bro. Oh I mean, my god. The it, fact that the Great Khali's in the Hall of Fame, I'll never fucking understand. Uh, uh, bro, uh, uh, Omos's movement in the ring. Yeah. I mean, good lord. Yeah. Um, all right, so this Liv is a Morgan, really quick hit. Uh, Liv <laughs> Morgan and Raquel Welch versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna ba- Basler, whatever, Basler versus Natalia and Shotzi. Versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Yep. What the fuck? I didn't even know this was uh like so. It, I didn't even this, know this was a thing. This is like the Braun Strowman Ricochet that whole freaking like twenty-seven yes, tag team match. Yeah. Um, I think this should be a pre-show match. Yes. And that should be it. Yeah. We all so know do, what Liv team Morgan and Raquel. Like? We all know Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez are going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're pushing Raquel so much in NXT. Yeah, Booker T. That's Booker T's girl. Yeah, so that's it. Live Raquel for the win. That's it. Hundred mm-hmm. <laughs> percent. Um. Okay. So, uh, Helen Cell Edge versus Finn Balor. Now rumors, bro. rumors. Do you want me to get into the rumors? Behind Real this quick, match right just now? in case if anybody hasn't seen it, the demon is coming back. Yes. Um. Which is amazing. I'm so excited to see the demon back. Um, but lead on with the rumors. Oh my god. Okay. So Finn Balor, we all know Judgment Day. Yeah. Damian Priest, Rhea, Dominic. There's rumors that Edge is going to come back as the brood version of Edge. Yeah. There's also rumors that AEW Tony Khan has given permission for Christian to appear at WrestleMania. There's rumors that Gangrel is being flown in for night two. Oh, bro. Which would mean we would see a reunion of the brood versus the judgment day. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. So I I think Edge loses here. Obviously, Edge is gonna lose because it's coming time for him to retire again Mm -hmm. for a second time. Yeah. But and this is the way for you know. To push, you know, the Judgment Day as one of the top factions in the business right now, yeah. next to the Bloodline. Yeah. Um. So that's my hot take on that match. <laughs> I agree. I think with the Demon Balor and stuff coming back, and and the push that that Judgment Day is having right now, I definitely think that uh, that Edge loses. Um. And it would be nice to see Christian come back and that whole. Uh, um rumor mill come yep. true so uh lastly 
We're here to talk about the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. XYZ Elemental P. Exactly. Roman <laughs> Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Now, this is going to be one hell of a match, bro. Yeah. It is going to be awesome. We're going to see them throw out every little bitty aspect, even if it comes down to the Usos popping in and Sami Zayn and KO coming out there, and there's all this in-ring, outside-ring crazy shit going on. Um, hopefully, I would love to see The Rock make some type of appearance or something like that or something. It's WrestleMania, so you can never really... You can never be on your seat thinking, oh, okay, it's just going to be card by card by card. Yeah. There's always going to be something crazy that's going to happen at WrestleMania. Yeah. So you never know if it's going to happen or not, but I do feel Cody Rhodes wins this. Uh, Roman Reigns has been, um, I, I got to say, as a wrestler and as this new push as head of the table and stuff like that, I personally think Roman Reigns is, is going to go down especially with this whole story push as one of the greatest wrestlers um, in, in, in some time. I think Man. that he is, he's definitely turned the character Roman Reigns into something that we, I think we never really expected. You know, we knew he was part of the shield originally and he was the big, big man of the shield, but dude, yep. what he is now, shit. I mean, he's, Stomp a hole in old school Roman Reigns. <laughs> the, the, the shield, the big dog. Yeah. Now the head of the table, the tribal chief. You know, he's been champion for what over 800 and something days now. Yeah. It's time for Cody Ro or him to give that up, mm -hmm. take some time off. Yeah. So that way when he comes back, the fans will actually appreciate him more. Yeah. Um, and over the, I gotta, I do have to say with the bloodline story, there's been guys in the, like that have been interviewed that were in the new NWO back in WCW days. I think it was Kevin Nash or Eric Bischoff. Yeah. I can't remember which one, but they said that the NWO storyline was great. It was probably one of the greatest storylines of all time as far as them coming together. But they, those guys have said that the bloodline even tops them as far as creative in the story goes oh, that yeah, the bloodline bro. is the greatest story in WWE history or in wrestling history per yeah. se. It's um, definitely one of the best, but it's one of those things that has, they're still going to continue with the bloodline, mm -hmm. but it's one of those things that has to come to an end. Yeah. You have to give Roman a chance to lose the title to feud, to get it back. Mm -hmm. Um, but if we if rumors are true and Roman is taking time out of back away from WWE for a little while, um, because he has been pushing for so many years, um, I would love to see Cody Rhodes win. I yeah. understand that there's going to be the bloodline and Sami Zayn and KO are going to come out. They're going to you know fight. They're going to you know help Cody win. But I think going into this is my opinion after WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. I think going into the next night on Raw, bringing in Jay White, Switchblade Jay White from New Japan. Now that he's out of contract, he's a free agent. I think bringing him in to feud with Cody is going to be that next storyline that we're going to see that is phenomenal because both yeah. of them on the mic in the ring are just ridiculous. Yeah, because 
we all know Cody over the last couple months since he's come back at Royal Rumble, some of his promos, like legit, that that first promo with him and the wise man, um, like legit, I got tears when they were talking about, you know, Cody's dad and where they came from and the respect that they had for each other. It was just like, holy crap, Paul Heyman and what he said to Cody and going back and forth. That's literally brought tears to my eyes. And I think going forward, Cody can has that opportunity to do that with other wrestlers. Yeah. I did just read something uh, while you were saying that too, that um, it does in a recent report, it says that not only has WWE considered on the perspective of hiring Jay White, but also has considered hiring Kota Ayabushi. Yes. Um, Now with Jay White, Triple H came out and said that, and they've done these things before to try to throw people off of their signings and people showing up. Um, Triple H did say that the longer Jay White does not appear in AEW, the more of a chance they have to sign him. Yeah. So I think that's their way of throwing people off the scent that they haven't signed him yet, but you know, there's a chance. Yeah. So if he comes out on um, raw on Monday and says, Cody, you won the title. It's my turn. That kind of thing um, would be a great story. Yeah. I think it would be a really good story too. Now I will say, I mean, I know that I I, is, Speaking of Cody, is uh, Goldust doing anything anymore? I mean, Dustin, is he... Dustin Rhodes, he's in um, AEW. He still okay. wrestles. Okay. Does he wrestle or does he usually work as like management and stuff like that? With AEW? No, he's a, he's a, he's a wrestler, um, okay. but he's going to be retiring soon and yeah. he runs his own um, um, wrestling school. Oh, okay. Like a training yep. facility and stuff. Yep. Okay. Well, I was going to say called the Nightmare Factory. With it being with it being WrestleMania goes Hollywood and it being in Hollywood and stuff like that, I thought it would be really cool to have fucking Goldust pop out and be like, you know, I'd be, I, I know <laughs> Goldust is always such a weird character to a lot of people, but man, Goldust is his feuds with um, Razor Ramon, Scott <laughs> yeah, were amazing, <laughs> yeah. It was awesome, but yeah. Um, anyway, so with that being said, that's the end of our segment for wrestling. Uh, we're gonna we're not really gonna talk extremely long on this next topic. Um, <laughs> we're gonna show uh, we're gonna share our opinions and stuff on it. Um, and uh, it's time for a second opinion. So with that being said, we're here to discuss quickly about the cancellation of E3 and what it could mean for the industry. Now, I will say this. Um, the ESA um, was very smart, I think, by connecting with ReadPop, which ReadPop has been uh, overseeing packs and all these other events uh, for some time, and uh, things have been looking up. You know, uh, even with Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation being out of the loop, there was a, at the beginning of it, in December, somewhere around there, there was a big, big push. Konami was going to be there. Square Enix was going to be there. All these big companies, Sega, 
uh, Ubisoft, so on and so forth. But I will say this. Um, in 2018, whenever I went to E3, PlayStation was there, and it just had this feel, bro. PlayStation, yeah. Xbox, Nintendo, everybody was there. It was just, it was just a glorious thing. The next year, when we went in 2019, that whole section that PlayStation, <laughs> whole section that PlayStation had, was taken over by like indie developers and whatever. And then Nintendo was in the area, and it was, it was, it was different. But it was still, it still felt like E3 because these big developers were coming about. But COVID hit. And when COVID hit, these publishers got smart. They were like, why are we spending the amount of money we're spending on show floor space at places like Los Angeles Convention Center, E3, all this other stuff? Why are we taking the 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 shit that the ESA has been putting us through um, when we can do our own thing? You know, I'm just no, going off of no. you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So we have conventions. We've all been to them. PAX, yep. those where fans and, you know, gamers can go and do their thing. Yep. I think the downfall of E3 was when they started allowing fans into E3. When it was an industry only event, these companies like, and that's when they started pulling out, when they started letting fans in, because I think Sony, Xbox, Nintendo, some of the bigger developers, they knew that when it was industry only, they had that ability to show their games to the people in the industry that mattered. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to worry about stupid, and I hate to say it, but we've seen it at PAX, fans just running up expecting free shit, wanting to, you know, just bother them. But so I think that's where the downfall with E3 came, and that's why I'm happy they actually canceled it. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it turned into some, it turned into another PAX. Well, let me say, let me say this though. The, um, uh, I will tell you for sure that one of the main downfalls was the amount that the ESA started charging yep. first off to, to the publishers. PlayStation was the one that really pretty much beat Nintendo to the punch because Nintendo had already thought about not doing the convention anymore because of the success of Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Um, what is the point of spending all this money and going to, uh, the, to this large convention to reveal their their games one time of year when they can set up anytime they want to and it be a huge success they make direct revenue off of their youtube page live streams all that other stuff comparing it to the perspective of spending all this money and yes they do packs yes they do other conventions you know but they have it set up different at those conventions but you still had sony and xbox they weren't on the show floor at e3 but they still were at e3 well they, but, they had down the street from e3 they had the xbox event they had the playstation event so granted they weren't there on the show floor paying you know the esa all that money to be on the show floor they were still there in some aspect yeah but like in 2019 sony wasn't there at all bro right they weren't there they didn't have an event there at all in 2018 playstation had a mega booth bro they had a huge booth. right they but had that in 2018 was the first was it the first or second year they allowed actual people to just buy tickets to go in that was the first year that was yeah the first year. and then yeah. the, uh, then 
there's no coincidence that yeah. the very next year after they started allowing the general public in, they started having the PlayStation event down the street, yeah. which was only open to industry personnel. Yeah. There Even wasn't any the, uh, yeah. fans allowed. Yeah. Even with the Xbox event too. Um, and I will tell you this, uh, um, with that being said, the e uh, read pop was, was a hundred percent right. When they came in, read pop was like, Hey, listen, this year's 2023 E3, it's going to be separated. There's going to be four days for industry. There's going to be two days for uh, for, for gamers, blah, blah, blah. If they wanted to do that, or if they wanted to bring gamers and stuff into it and give them that E3 experience, that's how it should have been done in the first place. Because I'm going to tell you, in 2018, it was a great E3. I made all my appointments and stuff, but fuck was it crazy because Kingdom Hearts 3... I, oh my god bro i'm yeah. serious when i say this there were people lined all the way outside of the convention just to make sure that they got a spot to play kingdom hearts 3 yeah. and when they let the people in it was a fucking bum rush bro right i mean oh my god it was a bum rush e3 used to be my jam every year like i would literally for like the press conferences and i'm uber nerd to where i would tell my work I can't work between these hours that day. <laughs> exactly. I can't work between these hours because the Sony press event. Can't work between these hours because the UB event. Yeah. Can't work between these hours because Microsoft. But mm -hmm. it just started getting like boring because these companies like it from for me stopped caring. Yeah. And also you gotta think too. We're not talking about we're not talking about the genius red devil. That is Jeff Keeley. Right. Okay. So Jeff <laughs> Keeley, bro. Listen, e, the, I'm just, and this is my perspective. This is no hate towards the ESA. The, this is just how I'm looking at it. Jeff Keeley used to be the voice of E3 for right. the ESA. Something happened and he was no longer the voice. And then he was like, fuck it. I'm going to do my own thing. Yep. And when he started doing his own thing, it's become a mega success. And guess what? Ubisoft, after they announced the other day that they won't be there, guess who's going to be at Summer Games Fest? Ubisoft. Yep. Guess who's going to be at Sega? Or guess where Sega's going to be? At Summer Games Fest. Yep. All of these, even PlayStation, Xbox, all these people plan on showcasing stuff on Summer Games Fest. Right. So it's almost like it's gotten to that point now that pretty much uh, what I even saw online from some people that have direct connection with read pop and the ESA and stuff saying maybe it was too little too late. Yep. You know, maybe the way that we presented it and stuff like that, maybe we should have presented it like this a couple of years ago. So yep. another, 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 quick, another quick touch on that with yeah. another thing that I think, you know, helped with the downfall of E3 is the fact that once you got to the actual press events, even if you weren't there and you were watching them on TV, you knew what was coming out. <laughs> All of the official, unofficial or official leaks for things. Yeah. You know, you knew Microsoft was going to show off Halo. You knew yeah. Microsoft was going to have gears on, on display. You knew you, Ubisoft was going to announce the next fucking whatever. Yeah. So you, it was one of those things where you didn't have to tune in to know what was going to happen. Exactly. Uh, so, and, you know, it, it did lose its luster. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But that's something else that I'm going to say. I got to give it to Jeff Keeley. 
he has done such a great job at building the connections <laughs> that he has with the games, games yeah. publishers and stuff that he has. Every year at the Game Awards, bro, he knocks it out of the park. And oh, we always end up seeing some crazy-ass shit that no one expected to see. Yeah. So at Summer Games Fest, with him pushing, with IGN and him partnering, with all these other things going together all at once, um, yeah. I think it's going to be a really, really good show. So yep. I think... Hello, Mark. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast right now. In just a second. We're almost done. But anyways, guys, listen. <laughs> It's been a great show. Yes. It's yet again. It's been a hang on. It's been a really great show, and <laughs> I want to give a big shout out, of course, to Skelly uh, for popping on and doing this show. Um, uh, you know, it's it's great to be back on here uh, doing the podcast with you again. And I think at some point in time, maybe at the beginning of the week or something like that, we're going to try to talk about WrestleMania. Is that what you want to yes, do? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, we'll have like a reaction show to to see if our predictions came true. Yeah, definitely for sure. So, um, do you have any shout outs or anything like that that you want to give? Shout outs to you, obviously, for yeah. letting me come back on the last okay. episode in the reunion episode, and then again tonight. Yeah, and then again course. after WrestleMania, and hopefully yeah. going forward, be on yeah, some shows. Sure. Yeah, but other than that, pretty much it. Marks Marksman, who was supposed to be on tonight, but obviously couldn't, and then yeah. Toaster, who had to. Go spend time with his dad, obviously, which completely agree with. But yeah, yep, that's awesome, pretty much man. it. Awesome, and everyone who still listens. After I don't all have these that. Years. I don't have that one connected, Amar. You're crazy. <laughs> um, I I just don't. That's not how it works on here. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, big shout outs to everybody. Big shout outs to you, Skelly. Shout outs to Toaster uh, and Torin or Marksman, uh, and shout outs to Bolts. Um, we're gonna do another uh, audio version of the podcast uh, within the next week or so. Uh, and I love you guys. Thanks for watching. Uh, it's been a great show and we'll talk to you very, very soon. And I forgot to add the outro. Uh, audio, While you're doing so. that, a big fuck you to Vince McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah can't stand him. Um, where is it at? My the death God. of creative. Yes. The, the complete death of creative. Is this the right one? I don't know if this is the right one. Nope, that's not it. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Our outro is coming. Okay. It's it's about to be the show's about to be over. I promise you. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, uh, I do think that this uh I do think that this upcoming WrestleMania is gonna be fantastic, and I can't wait to see uh Skelly's reactions online because I'm sure yes. they're gonna be like holy shit. Yep, all right, 100 percent All right, guys. Uh love you very much, and we'll talk to you soon. At the Skelly on Twitter. This was another opinionated episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. Check out the podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, iTunes, and Cinelinks.com. Also, check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash second opinion podcast for tons of gaming content coming soon.